welcome to The Sinner and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. I'm just going to warn you guys, it's Mother's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason I don't see a picture of you and all your little babies at church, Mother's Day didn't happen. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I guess Mother's Day isn't happening in our house. I'm just feeling a little sassy. I know. Why do we feel so obligated to do things like that? Like, it's Easter. We have to post a He Has Risen picture and everyone has have their cheery little like dresses on yeah monogrammed or smocked or all those things annoy me i'm such a rebel i love it but also i feel like let's go back to easter for a second i feel like jesus's resurrection we should celebrate it every day Mm -hmm. and if you celebrate it every day while you know i do know one day set apart let's set apart every day for it let's you know live every day like jesus died for us because he did yeah and like, let's honor moms every day, <laughs> <laughs> even with a little sweet. Just note. like Jesus, moms and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> not in that same order, or not in that order, right? It should be Jesus and then mom. Hey, moms need Jesus <laughs> to survive parenthood. Oh, speaking of expectations, I thought as we approached Mother's Day weekend. We could talk today about parenting and maybe some of the expectations the world places on us that we place on ourselves. Some of the myths, debunk them, let a few things go today. Ooh, I do need to let some stuff go, obviously. (laughs) Well, before it was cool to do a bunch of at-home projects, aka COVID quarantine, Uh um, I started this Afghan Knit of the Month Club. Okay. You are like an old lady. I know. <laughs> I've needle point. Y'all know I'm always taking myself out of my comfort zone. And I, I do this to myself. It's like torture. <laughs> I torture myself. But I do it to exercise like my patience because I can be like an instant gratification. Like a, a Okay. Week. And so I, I do it that. to practice my, contr- my need for control. And being in charge, you know, because this stuff, like the painting and like the pottery and this, I'm always doing that because I think it helps me Um, just stay in tune with, I'm not in control of everything. Everything is not going to be right. You have to be patient with yourself and others. And it really does help me. So I've just kind of learned this about myself over the years. But um, this Afghan Knit of the Month Club, every month they would send you the yarn for one square that you okay. did. And it was like a different pattern every month. And then you did it for like, um, I don't know, eight months? Or I don't know. You did it a lot. I don't even know how many squares I have. A year. And then they teach you how to put it all together. Wait a minute. At the end. So for an entire year, you, you do a square a month. So there's only 12 squares. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I don't know. We should count them. They're big. Okay. Yeah, they're big squares. They're not like a pot, gotcha. pot holder. Okay. I'm yeah. like, that's a really small blanket. Yeah. It's Are like, your toes warm? <laughs> it's like a 12 by 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a... That makes or sense. Or more. Or okay. whatever square that you're doing. Okay, but the trick was they would mail you the directions, but you could cheat and go on the website and get ahead and start the next square when you finish the other one or you could wait so i would force myself to wait you would just like ask them for the materials early or you would go buy them early 
No, because I would usually have extra because they kind of give oh, you okay. extra and if I had the right stuff. And so that was also part of my patience. Well, clearly you maybe thought about it once if you were. <laughs> oh, I, I cheated a few times. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> so as I reflected on knitting this year-long project, um, there were a few lessons that I sort of gleaned from this project mm. that really reminded me of parenting oh boy here we go so i thought we could hash those out i love it (laughs) okay the first one was yes i wanted to quit so many times oh i just i wanted to quit like and just give up because i would think like who cares nobody else knows you know how much work this is or that if i'm going to complete this project and you know it'll be fine we call that quiet quitting. There, yeah. There's like this whole trend of quiet quitting, but it's kind of not a trend. It's actually just bringing a little bit of awareness to where we just resign to something in our lives, mm. right? We settle for something or we settle into something or we just give up the fight. Right. We just like go through the motions. Because it does take effort and discipline. Yeah. Encourage, you know, to keep moving forward to finish finish the race, as they say in scripture. But it reminded me of parenting because there's so many times Matt and I will get in bed at night and we're like, I quit. I'm so <laughs> tired. This adulting, this parenting, this is so hard. Nobody told us it would be this hard. <laughs> you guys, and their kids are older. Yeah. It gets harder as they get older, I think. Oh, yeah. If you have littles, like, just, I don't know, fast forward a couple minutes. (laughs) I used to think toddlers were the hardest. They're not. Golly, you have so much control over toddlers. You give them what, you you force them to eat what they should eat. They nap. They can only hang out with the people you want them to. Like, oh, my gosh. Um, And so many times, like, especially as your kids get older and they're out in the world, there are times when I have just felt like, why am I even trying? Oh, yeah. You know, I should just quit worrying about my our moral compass as a family. Like, nobody else seems to care. You know, and the kids will come home and they would throw out that, well, everybody else gets to do it. Right. Well, nobody else has to do that. <laughs> you know, and it, it, all these absolutes. Oh, yeah. And and it's like, okay, well, golly, maybe I just need to quit. Like, right. Why should I care if nobody else does? And then you're Googling, what percentage of families do X, Y, Z? I never do that. <laughs> But thankfully, I don't. Yeah. But there are times when you when you feel like just, oh my gosh, it's exhausting. Does anybody else ever feel like that? Ever? Hello out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a, a, an inkling that probably a lot of people do. I mean, I almost quit this morning, so. Did you? Good. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't wait till I the night. I just alone. wake up and I'm like, listen up. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even go through the day. You're like, look, I've already put in my resignation. Y'all just need to move on. I can already see what the day is going to look like. I quit. I was trying to get here and my oldest child had made a sandwich or something. And so there was mustard mayonnaise dripping down the counter onto the floor. Oh my gosh. Really? This is why you need a dog. Oh. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> then we're like, you know who? I'm not going to say her name because she might come. Yeah. But yeah. oh yeah. Um, well, that kind of leads me to the second second thing that I really thought about when I was doing this. So all those times where I just would get discouraged and feel like, well, who cares? Nobody's going to know if I finish this or not. Um, it was the encouragement of mm. others 
that were just walking by, like my husband or even my kids, like, or somebody I would tell about, and they're like, wow, really? What? That? I've never heard of that. And it, it was just, I don't know, just a simple, wow, you're doing that, could encourage me. And I think that it's the same with parenting. You know, if we instead take the opportunity to watch out for each other's kids, encourage one another as moms on those days, like, gosh, that's really hard. Just yeah. acknowledge what they're going through. Not, well, I've already knitted my quilt and you're just getting started. Right. <laughs> or, oh, well, I've already knitted like three quilts and you're not even, you know. I mean, instead of comparing, obviously right. I'm talking about, we do that comparison game when it comes to our kids and other people's kids. And if we could just offer a smidge of encouragement to someone. And I think sometimes encouragement just comes in the form of how if I take your job for you? Yes. A play date an impromptu play date. Why doesn't he come home with me? And you have a little break. That's beautiful. You need a little breather. (laughs) That is encouragement, especially, you know, for single moms or working moms. Um, it can be a small thing, just an and even an acknowledgement of it is hard right now. Yeah, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. You don't. They don't need to hear your story. They don't need to hear you say, "Oh, it's going to get better." They just need someone to say, "This sucks right now," and I'm so sorry. Right, and here's a latte. Yeah, <laughs> and here's yeah, exactly. Here is a glass of wine and some dark chocolate. Yeah, we call it sorrow chocolate at my house. Oh. Yeah, you yeah. just bring a bar of sorrow chocolate. Because I can't fix it, but chocolate will make it taste a little better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the dark chocolate. Um, third thing. So when you're knitting these squares, they're teaching you, especially in the beginning, like, I've never done this. They're teaching you. There's so many different stitches and patterns and all these things. I would start off my square and I would get through the first few rows and I would be like, hmm, something ain't right. <laughs> like, it'd be like crooked or the pattern did not look like the picture or it just looked really awry. And I would not let myself start over. Ooh. Yeah. I would not because that is like my, you know, that's going back to perfectionism. And so I would just trust that it was going to, I was going to figure it out eventually if mm. I kept going. Yeah. And I would. And so I have these squares where if you look on one edge, it is like, I don't even know what was going on here. <laughs> but then as you keep going down the rows, it's like, oh, she's finally getting it. Oh, yeah. Looking good. And uh, by the time I got to the end of the square and the pattern, I had figured it out. And then they sent you another one. <laughs> they sent me another one. That's right. But isn't that like parenting? I mean, we just have to keep trusting. Yeah. Well, depends on who you're trusting. (laughs) (laughs) Trusting God, not our kids, not ourselves, but trusting that God is in the details, praying that he's in the details. Yeah. You know, that it's maybe whatever's going on in your family and your parenting and your kids' lives, it doesn't look the way you thought it might or the way you want it to. Um, but if we just keep trusting, God will use that and he will turn it into something, into that perfect pattern. 
his perfect pattern. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I think we often can look at our lives and see how God is taking what has happened and using it for his good. But for some reason, when we come to our kids and think about all the things they're going through and it doesn't apply to them. But it does. Right. But I just feel like it's almost even more painful for us to watch our kids go through it um, yes. as God's painting whatever he's painting in their lives. And you know, a lot of times God isn't choosing that for them, but he will use what they have chosen at some point for his glory if they allow him to, right? Wasn't it just a few weeks ago I said to you, I know God's got this. But, but I, I need to know. <laughs> but I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> that he it's I know he loves her more than I do and all the things but I need to know he is in this in this and all these details <laughs> and so that was three weeks ago and now are you feeling a little different about it oh my gosh right I turns mean, out he was turns out he was wow um shocking god and and I think when I said I just need to know it wasn't about he needed to show me it was that I need I needed to see those glimpses and that takes commitment and time on my part to sit with the Lord, to sit and trust and go back to scripture and be reminded of those, those things that he has promised us. So this is sort of on topic, sort of not topic. Cause what is an episode if I don't do this? Right. Right. And I have a friend named Angie and she is so funny. Also, she is so funny. She's hysterical. She's like the parenting guru. She's awesome with every age child, especially she loves your middle schoolers and your high schoolers and your college kids. And that's a calling people. It is definitely a <laughs> calling. And I just keep on saying, girl, you're amazing. You go. And so she teaches me all different ways to love my children, my adult children. But she says, you know what, Melissa, if there was someone that was in my kid's life and I didn't like it. I would pray them out. Mm-hmm. She said, I, anyway, I'm not going to tell all of her secrets because maybe your kids don't know all the things she did when they were younger. But <laughs> she's like, it's okay to pray. Mm-hmm. God, I hope that they don't, I hope they don't like each other. I hope that they are revolted by just seeing each other's faces. I hope that you, I hope that there is like a seed of discord planted in there and they are enemies by the end of all this. <laughs> And I'm like, girl, okay. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Hot tip from Angie. Yeah, thanks, Angie. <laughs> well, and I think that really ties into number that fourth lesson is that some months I would get this, I would get my instructions to knit the square, and it was so easy. Oh. It was like a stitch I had already done, and it was a simple pattern. And I could sit there, and I could literally do it while I had a conversation with the whoever that was walking through. I could watch TV. I could do whatever. And it was effortless. Mm. And those were so great. because We long for those years or, or days. just moments. <laughs> <laughs> or just moments. And then the other months, the squares were so challenging that I had to do, I could only do it when no one else was in the house Mm. and I had to get like a post-it note and I would move it from line to line of the instructions and check it off. Like each stitch, it was so complicated that it just required all my focus. And that, that's how parenting is. It really is. And those are the times when we want to busy ourselves with other things and just ignore what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. 
that's when we want to volunteer a lot more or we need to get really busy with um i don't know the neighborhood club or something when it's when it gets really hard yeah i mean sometimes parenting is effortless and everything seems to be swimming right along and then other times it is so tedious and so heartbreaking so challenging that it's truly exhausting yeah you know i'm looking forward to a swimming right along season (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's because they have so many children i don't know and they're all in different you know maybe you have to throw them all in the ocean before you get (laughs) i'm teasing of course they can all swim so i'm not saying (laughs) they can all swim (laughs) um number five there were some squares that I would get so excited about because I would notice as I got like halfway through that like every stitch was perfect. I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to have like my first perfect square with no flaws? Huh. And I would get a little prideful. Uh-oh. A little prideful, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little relaxed, you know, whatever. And then the next thing I knew, there'd be a mistake in the next row. Oh, oh! I let my guard down. In parenting, this maybe translates to like my child would never. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah, and we should all be proud of our kids. I'm not saying we shouldn't be proud of our kids, but there is a difference between being proud of and being prideful about. Okay, girl. Okay, so Mm -hmm. it's like how you put the word in the sentence. Yeah. Um. And then we can't ever, even in our own lives and in the lives of our marriages and in our, with our kids, we cannot ever let our guard down because evil is always on the prowl and temptation and sin. Right. Amen. All the yeses. (laughs) I've been thinking about that a lot in the past couple (laughs) days. The enemy is prowling. Yes. Waiting to devour and while that sounds really scary, and I think if I was like, is it a fire and brimstone, hell preaching kind of person, I would use that tactic to scare you. Um, I just want it to prompt you to pray more, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Not a fear tactic, because that's not of God. He's not, uh, he's not about pushing fear on us. Right. But it's about that firm foundation in him, knowing he loves our kids more than we do. Which feels wonky and crazy sometimes, but it's truth. But then sometimes they're really bad and you're like, you definitely love more than I do today, God, because Lord. <laughs> Depends on the situation. Well, I think, you know, just like, just like this knitting, right? It's a new skill. Parenting takes learning and practice and discipline and grace and humility and prayer and lots of prayer. When I first started this knitting challenge, you know, I would watch every single video you know that came with it and read i couldn't even understand what the patterns it's like a whole different language went uh-huh. in the patterns i couldn't understand it and by the time i got to the to the end i rarely opened the video sessions unless it was like this new stitch that i had never learned before and that i could and i could read the language right i, I could just read the pattern without seeing the picture and understand what it meant. And that's like parenting. It gets easier and easier, but there's always a new stitch that's going to come along. Oh, that's going to require a little more learning, a little more patience, 
a little more humility, a little more grace. And we have to be prepared to take the time to watch the video, to learn the new skill, to do the new things, to love them where they are. Girl, I've been parenting for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can say is yes to every single one of those. I have felt maybe not the swimming along easily one. I haven't. Maybe for a brief hour. Maybe for a there. brief hour. I haven't mm -hmm. done like the lazy river yet with yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Have any of us done the lazy river? I would love that. But you know, when you speak to older people, and that's why they say, you know, go and tell your children and your grandchildren and write them on your wrist because we're supposed to learn from those that have been there before us. Mm -hmm. They really, what do they say? The years are short. Yeah. And you will miss every single bit of it. I mean, I don't know about you, but sometimes I give a million dollars for a little piece of clunky clay that was painted from preschool, yes. you know, for Mother's Day. Yes. Yeah. Or that really awkwardly written Mother's Day card or mm -hmm. the being woken up at six in the morning because it's Mother's Day and I really want to sleep in, but here you are jumping on my bed at six in the morning and I'm exhausted from Mother's Day. Can't I just get a rest? Because, you know, there'll be a time when our houses are empty. That's right. And we'll long for them to give us a phone call on Mother's Day, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyways. I so. mean, I still keep a thank you note that my son <laughs> wrote to me because he had to in Cotillion. They were teaching <laughs> them all their etiquette skills. And at uh -huh. the end, they had to write a thank you note, which is a wonderful skill because I'm all about a thank you note. But he had to thank me for sending him to Cotillion, which he was not <laughs> thankful for at all. <laughs> and I still, it's so funny. And I still keep it in my nightstand drawer. So was and he get really it out. funny? It, it was just so funny. We'll have to, I'll have to get it back out. And because I can't even do it justice by bringing it. We'd have to read it word was for word. Was he like funny, sarcastic? Yeah, it was like polite a little bit but if you knew him like you could just read between the it was so it's just so funny and I love it yeah I just I love that but those little treasures yep you know that we can hold on to so I guess as we close today I want to leave you with this question like how has discouragement or distress as a parent as a mom played a role in your spiritual growth mm. you know where have you seen the situations that you have come up against, the challenging knitting stitches in your kids' lives, those obstacles, has it grown you closer to the Lord so that you're relying on Him more? Has it taken you farther away? And just reflect on that this week. Yeah, and on Sunday morning, if you're listening to this before Mother's Day, just wake up and be happy and grateful that you have a pitter-patter maybe on your floor. Mm -hmm. And... You know, if you don't have any children, go and love on your mama. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she probably really misses you. Or an aunt or a neighbor. Yeah. If your mom isn't close or around anymore. Mm. You know, um, there are so many people in our lives, women, other women in our lives that just need encouragement and acknowledgement of who they are. Yeah. So we Moms want to or not. Yes, exactly. And we want to acknowledge all of you today. So happy Mother's Day to every single woman, whether you are a, quote, mom or not, because you are a mom to someone. You are a mentor and a role model 
a mother figure to someone in your life, whether you realize it or not. Mm, I love that. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Saint, and Happy Mother's Day.